Welcome to Killer Women with your host, best-selling author, Danielle Girard. The Killer Women Vodcast is pleased to be a part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. To learn more about Danielle and her books, visit her at www.daniellegirard.com and to access all of our vodcasts, go to youtube.com forward slash authors on the air. And now, Danielle's next killer woman. Welcome to Killer Women Podcast, a proud member of the Authors on the Air Global Network with over 4 million listeners. I am your host, suspense author Danielle Girard, and my guest today is Yasmin Ongo. Yasmin is the award nominated, is the author of the award nominated, Her Name is Night, the first book in the Nina Knight trilogy. She is a first generation Ghanaian American former English teacher and the recipient of the 2020 Eleanor Taylor Bland Award for Emerging Writers of Color from Sisters in Crime. Her Name is Night was an Amazon Best Book of the Month for Mystery, Thriller, and Suspense and is an editor's pick. Yasmin is a nominee for the 2022 Anthony Awards for the Best Book, Best First Book, the Silver Falcon Award for Best Thriller. Yasmin's work has received numerous recognitions, bests of lists, and a library journal starred review. Her name is Night has appeared in OprahDaily.com, Woman's World Book Club, Pop Sugar, Nerd Daily, the Washington Independent Review of Books, and on other platforms. Her name is Night received a Kirkus review calling it a parable of reclaiming power and tribal identity by seizing power at all costs. The second in the Nina Knight series, They Come at Night, it is right here, beautiful, look at these gorgeous covers, is actually coming out September 13th, which is actually next week. Next week. So, welcome, Yasmin. Thank you, thank you for having me. Ah, it's so fun. Okay, so I devoured, I think you people should start with this book. It just sets up Nina and, and her world and her family and her job. So tell us, um, tell us a little bit about well, tell us a little bit about the series and Nina, and then we'll we'll introduce the new new book because that's what's coming next. So first, tell us about Nina. All right. So um, as you said, Nina is a she is the elite Ghanaian assassin for this clandestine organization, um, African organization called the Tribe. Well, they're the African Tribal Council, but they are known as the Tribe, and it is um, head up by her father, a noble knight. And she is basically the, um, I think my agent said like the tip of their spear. And I was like, I like that. Um, But yeah, so so she uh, works with a unit within the organization called the dispatch unit. And they're the ones that are sent out to um, dispatch people (laughs) who um, run afoul of the organization. But no worries. It's people who are already not that great to begin with. That's right. Bad people. Mm -hmm. So they are, you know, she, she works with a coach, maybe an assassin, but she... She has a code. She absolutely does have a code. Mm-hmm. And the newest book, um, so this original book, tell talk to us about sort of how Nina becomes part of the Knight family, her own, you know, really difficult trauma. And then this new book, um, which is I literally read them back to back. I was like, put one down, I was like, where's the next one? And now I'm like, where's the next Nina Knight book, please? And you're I'm ahead of you. I'm ready. You're not quite ready. So tell us about They Come at Night. That takes us actually back to Ghana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So in They Come at Night, um, she really goes back to her roots. It's her first time kind of going um, back to where she originally came from and, and being there for you know a certain amount of time. Um, and she takes with her um, her her already her found family um, and uh, 
her new uh, people. I don't. I guess I don't necessarily want to um, spoil right. it for those who haven't right. read. Read this first. first. So you should get it. But there it. are some people. But yeah, there's some people. So she takes her 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 tribe, the tribe that she has kind of accumulated with her, um, and and they go to Ghana, and they are also they also the tribe has some things that they're trying to to do um, philanthropy wise, and so what happens is they they just kind of come under fire by this. Yes. Um, by this unknown force that is like setting out to kind of dismantle them and undo all of the good that they have done. And so Nina has to to go out and figure out who it is and how to stop them before they just totally demolish everything that the tribe right. has yes. um, established. And also that they're coming specifically for her, her family. And so she takes that a little personal. She does. And you do not want to be on the wrong side of <laughs> Nina Knight. Not at all. Okay, so tell us, what was, like, you, so how, how was Nina born? Like, in, how did that happen? Um, so she was born out of the need that I had to, to really have someone who looked like me, um, and she doesn't really look like me. There is an actress out there that I actually, you oh, know, that was my muse that I I love it. Do you want to share that, or are you going to? Yeah, well, I don't want to mess up her name, but um, I, it's um, Yetere uh, Barake, um, okay. and she is um, on... Oh gosh, what is that? Uh, Neil um, Gaiman, um, uh, uh, American Gods. Oh, she's okay. on American Gods, and I think she is a, yes, she's a goddess, and so she is who I envisioned when I was um, when I was writing Nina. Well, and I love like you can. I mean, I don't. This isn't probably the actress, but the, these it's these these um, book covers are Nina in these dresses, and it is just so. And it's this one fierce. too, like yes, she is fierce and gorgeous yes. and. Fabulous, and um, you know they're probably not even the same woman, but they're no. so like <laughs> just you know beautiful sort of manifestations of these outfits that she has to wear. So part of her job is as being part of the Knight family is that she has to get dressed up, which is really not Nina's thing. It's no. more her sister's thing. It's her sister. Her sister thing. loves her sister to dress her. Is the fashionista, yes. and, and Nina just is happy in in some jeans and and some boots and and like you know a graphic tee. Uh, because and it's always got to be kind of black because you never know if you're gonna right. get blood on you. So. And, if you're, and if you're gonna have to like hide in the dark, that's right. Exactly. So okay, so I interrupted because we started talking about the actress. So Nina right. was born of the, of course, right? Desire yes, and and I am uh, a, an avid reader of thrillers, mm -hmm. horrors, and action, and and I watch it as well. And so what I was seeing back in this would be like back in uh, 2011 or something yeah. like that. Um, I really wasn't seeing a lot of that. Right. So not not just somebody who looked like me, but a woman period yeah. in that kind of position right. where she is not the one being saved she's not the love mm. interest right she's not the girl friday feeding all the information to the hero like she is the hero she is and the i hero. was like you know what i don't really see too many of these so i'm heroes. going to yeah. yeah i'm gonna write this because that's what i want to see uh somebody that i could just be like oh that's so badass and, and things like that and so and I also wanted to incorporate my culture uh, since my parents, they immigrated here from Ghana mm -hmm. to go to school. And um, I just really wanted to just incorporate that culture and, and have that, you know, Ghanaian pride, that African pride, and also have like a pride of being a woman, yeah. of being a black woman and, and, and being a, a person in a space where people don't normally see you or expect you to be. Um, and to be doing it with so many layers, just like the men, but even better. 
Exactly. Yeah. That's so. exactly. And actually, the thing that's amazing about Nina is this: the people that she surrounds herself with, and her her neighbor, a really good friend, you know, who you know has his own force, and also he very, has an inappropriate name. He has yeah. an <laughs> and he's proud of it. That's right. And he is. Um, you know, he's also on a, you know, the wrong side of the law per se, but also, you know, that is what's wonderful about him is that it shows a, it shows the sort of the nuance of people's situation. Mm -hmm. It isn't black and white, mm -hmm. right? It mm -hmm. isn't like you're not all bad. Nobody is all bad right. and nobody's all good. That's right. Um, we're all so, you know, we're all shades of gray. So, um, and one of the things actually I think that is also wonderful about this book and these books is sort of the issues that they confront about justice. Mm -hmm. So one of the characters in Nina's tribe is Court, who um, is a, a DA, um, and of course, so that means his justice has to be, you know, he has to serve justice on the, in really sort of narrow, mm -hmm. not very fair lines that justice um, lives in, you know, everywhere, but, you know, particularly, of course, in America, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. um, and there's this great line, um, it's in this one, um, that I, I, I tend, I always sticky my books, but I didn't bring my books. Yeah, I didn't I was bring gonna... my sticky either. I think, did you say it was on 107? Yes, it's 107. Like um, it's just, um, I don't, I normally I have these things, these marked in my copies, but my copies are nice at home, staying nice and clean. <laughs> um, so, so Nina says, I believe you're, she's talking about the justice system in America and she's talking to court and she says, I believe your system flawed, highly so, but I don't judge it. It is misused and imbalanced. It's constructed to serve only a select group of people, and we know who they are, they most certainly don't look like you or me. She raised an eyebrow to put a period on her point. She's also very, I love her, all her expressions. <laughs> and then she says, when other brands of justice pop up to even out that imbalance, just a smidge, shouldn't you be relieved? Shouldn't you be like, finally justice is served? And of course, so she's talking about her brand of justice, mm -hmm. which is not technically, you know, legal, but this is a really important question. Like, do we need in the world Nina's maybe not to Nina's degree um, <laughs> so we shouldn't put a raise we my should, eyebrow yeah on we that shouldn't point. promote murder maybe <laughs> yeah no but I, I do believe that there are shades of gray and I mean we could see it in our own like justice system now and what we're seeing in the news now when we're like oh why didn't such and such and you know it seems pretty clear that this person did this thing and you know why are judges able to you know make these decisions when you know and why are why are people appointed when they're clearly biased and things like that and so right. that's what she said saying is that like when you live by those you know rules that are written right it boxes you in when you know that someone is really like cruel and they've done cruel things that you know just because um, justice isn't the way America justice is doesn't mean that that justice is wrong like right. every, and she's saying that everybody's justice is different um, in other countries and, and whatever and that doesn't make them you know wrong that just means that you know they just have a a certain you know code that they live by and a certain system and and then you also have to just be able to be flexible right um with with what you see and you take that on a case-by-case -case basis i think that's basically what she's saying is you know it's not like she you're just going to go and unilaterally kill people right or or um or punish them just because you know you want to but like there's right. got to be a certain reason why and whatever that reason is that doesn't make it wrong right you know it just means that it's what it was needed for that particular situation at that time justice needs some help is yeah. basically yeah, i mean yeah. that's i think right <laughs> yeah. i mean i think that's the issue and i think nina you know and it's interesting because in the second book she is faced with a situation to, to dispatch um that it feels uncomfortable mm -hmm. so then there's all this then it becomes of course the question is like 
you know, what happens when she makes a mistake, right? Yep. Or when she's told the, you know, something that is, is with the intel's bad. Yep. Or, or, so, um, you know. Oh, and I will say, um, especially with court, you know, court, um, they also, she's, her decisions that she makes when it comes to justice is guided by her life experiences. Yes. And their life experiences are not the same. No. Um, and so he has grown up and, and was, you know, a, a cop and then a lawyer. So he's always lived in the law enforcement. Um, but he hasn't lived the life that she has lived. Right. Where, you know, things were really cruel and unfair. She's been through it. And so therefore yeah. her her way of, you know, justice things should have been um, handled for her, you know, as court would say by his justice but they weren't no and and she had to handle um as you can see from the first book she had to handle some things herself yeah um to get her own form of justice and so i think that's really what guides it and, and i think even in the first book she says you know like we've lived different lives yeah and so therefore you know our justices are going to be different yeah and you've got to like accept that or not and that's actually i think that's a like a, an important message across all of the characters and across and this is why we we it's so important, I think, to read people whose lives are different than ours, mm -hmm. whose experiences are different because of, you know, where they come from globally, what their, you know, ethnic background is, education, every single thing, right? Mm -hmm. Because this is the only way we understand it. And, and to be honest, like, my idea of justice, um, you know, I would... I would argue before reading about Nina, like, I mean, reading stories like Nina's, I would have been like, oh no, you got, this isn't the way, you know, we have to follow this. But then things happen to people and you think, oh, well, screw that. Let's just, you know, I think everything, I think there's no person who could who could read this book and be like, well, she didn't, she did what she had to do. Right. 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 I mean, the, the choice was, was survival. Mm -hmm. Right. She mm -hmm. had to survive. She had to do what she had to do. And I love, I love that kind of story. And I love that she comes out of it not as a monster. Yeah. Um, but which uh, was very important to me because ooh. you know with the job that she has, right? It's hard. And that was one of the questions I asked myself. Um, and one of my critical partners asked me, like, you know, how do we make an assassin, you know, a likable character that um, the reader is going to want to push for? And I was right. like, yeah, you're right. How do we do, how do I do that? And that meant giving her so many like layers. I like to say she's like Shrek and she's an onion and there's many layers to her. <laughs> um, but like, you know, that's why you have like so much of, you know, her backstory guides her, her current. Right. Um, and um, you see where she's come from. It's, this book is like really like her origin story. Yeah. yeah. And um, you see how she, her formulated thinking, you know, has, has come about and, and I think that that, like you said, you might not agree with killing. I certainly don't. You right. know what I'm saying? But I can understand why somebody would oh. in these, you know, instances right. And, right. and things like that. And I also appreciate that she doesn't just go and, and just kill like unilaterally. Like, no. And even in the organization um, for which she works, they are very... Um, um, they're very specific about who it is that they are and why yeah, and why mm -hmm. and, and I appreciate that so. me too mm -hmm. I absolutely do um, another um, theme in the books which I really appreciate is trust yeah so because there's this you know the, it's you know Nina basically in her origin story you learn she's on her own mm -hmm. I mean there is there's nobody protecting young Nina at the age you know at, between the ages of like what I don't know she's like like 14 and um and like between 14 and 15 yeah, yeah. so she's you know um really i mean you know and she just her whole world sort of ripped out from under her mm -hmm. and yet you know she also while you could say she's jaded in some respects like but she's very honest mm -hmm. and practical about sort of what the stuff that really happens mm -hmm. she's also you know she also lets this whole new 
group of people in. Yeah. And she has really, you know, high standards for trust and she's very trustworthy. And I, I love the fact that there's, I mean, again, not, not, to, we're not ruining any stories. Um, you have to read it, but, um, but the, the people, the sort of accumulation, they're, they're, it's an eclectic bunch, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, you know, it includes, um, a gang member, mm -hmm. um, you know, a DA, mm -hmm. a, a teenager, um, you know, and then of course her family. Mm -hmm. So um, I love that about her too. Yeah. I love the, the fact that trust is so important to her. And when it gets wrecked, which it does in certain in instances in each book gets yeah. trust. And mm -hmm. it is, you know, that's sort of the kiss of death, mm -hmm. um, for especially for, I mean, Nina's behind her yes. <laughs> weapon. Yes. Um, and, and then talk to us about family, because that's another, you know, and you know, we're all sort of a some culmination of our born family mm -hmm. and our, our created family. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's another huge, tell us about that. Yeah, so that was really important to me um, because at that time when I was writing it, um, you know, a lot of the themes that we see in uh, both of those books are themes that I was dealing with at that time. Yeah. Um, and so when, when, she, when you see like the loss the trust, yeah. you know, and, and anything like that. Like those are things, found family um, relationships between parents and, and their children. Um, those are all things that I was going through. And so at that time, you know, my kids and I had moved to this totally new um, town in um, South Carolina. We didn't know a person, we didn't know anybody there, yeah. but we were gonna make a new start there and everything like that. And so that meant that we had to find a new family there. Yeah. And we had to like learn to trust these strangers you know and and uh, my neighbor who is like you know she's a sister to me Rhonda Moore and today is her anniversary so happy anniversary happy anniversary Rhonda um and um and so she uh you know just like reached out and mm -hmm. you know was like hey do you all need anything and because of her kindness you know I had to I learned to trust and I'm like I accepted her kindness and so that's what like Nina did yeah um when she encounters Delphine you know and Delphine reaches out to her and right. says won't you come up and um and Nina thinks about it just like I thought about it and she was like okay yeah you know what I mean and so sometimes you when you're faced with so much adversity and like everybody lets you down there's like a shining yeah. light. There's always something that, you know, you can just be like, okay, I'm going to accept that. And so that was super important um, that she, that's her beginning to, after she's crawled through all of this stuff. Um, yeah. And um, Delphine, to be just to clarify, is Knight. Delphine Knight is her, becomes her, her becomes daughter. her mother. Yes. Yeah. Her adopted mother. Yeah. And, and so um, Nina is able to recognize when someone is being genuine mm -hmm. um, and when somebody really means to like help her and so she just wanted she was just like I just have to accept yeah. this thing yeah. and, and take a leap of faith um, and and so that's what she does and the whole family ends up like welcoming her yeah. which it, which I really really love and especially so with Aline yeah. her sister yeah I, I absolutely didn't want to have that stripe of I'm jealous I was like no you know they're so different they're, yes they're so different but like Aline even sees in her like this is someone that you know we definitely need in our life right. and I'm accepting her yes and, and Aline is incredibly generous yes right. yes and um and you know Aline knows that she is, comes from a world of privilege right and and so she, I mean, you know, it's okay to bring this person on, you know, nothing is being taken from me and now I have a sister. Right, more. And, right. right, and and Nina is like, and now, you know, I have a family again. Right. And so like, they just go, and so it's very important to her more than anything, you know, family, trust, and then also the relationships um, 
between father and, and daughter. So mm -hmm. she's very close to her adopted father, Noble. Yeah. So, yeah. And then he, there's a there's the mirror of that relationship in, in uh, court. A couple of other people. Yeah, too. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and mm -hmm. I, I think that's a really another really important point that you just made about um, the idea that we are um, not just trust, you know, not just like learning how to trust, but, you know, learning how to sort of access the different parts of ourselves and be generous because those people, those of us who, who have grown up in privilege have to, we have to recognize mm -hmm. our privilege mm -hmm. before we can, you know, check it at the door, yep. so to speak. Yep. So, um, and, and Aline does a really mm -hmm. great, I'm glad you pronounced your name because I would have pronounced it differently. <laughs> Okay, so then there's a, there's some wonderful aspects of you know some some Ghanaian culture and stuff in here. There's one word that you that is spelled W U D I N I, but you clarify it's not pronounced like Houdini, which is how no, I would. No, it's not that. So it's, yeah, it's Woldeni. What? Yeah, Woldeni, like wool there, and yeah, yeah Woldeni. And what is that? So that is uh, for Twi, which is uh, one of the dialects in Ghana, um, and that means like killer, mm -hmm. um, and. Um, so and so it's not necessarily an assassin but that's what she is and that was actually my original title for her because um i was like that's what she is right so that's what's going to be the title but the publisher had other i know that they, they like to take, right. they like to take over right well right. i like to but, play on night yeah you know this it's so fun and, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and I mean, that came from my um my agent too um like when we were trying to come up with like the name and the right. name that would work and yes. like that whole yeah that was really smart. I really, yeah. I love that. Um, and Noble Knight and mm. Delphine Knight, their names are so fabulous, right? Um, okay, so the, I agree that would have been an incredible title, but I totally also know how the... Um, and it would have been hard for everyone to pronounce it. Everyone would have pronounced it. it. Yeah, wrong. Like, you know, it's not Houdini, Houdini. But yeah, <laughs> yeah you, but, but also that was, even the way you said that, I'm like, woo. Woo. Whoa. Yeah, like, whoa, like, whoa there. Whoa. Just keep thinking, like, whoa there. And so, whoa, Denise. Whoa, but you're doing the Denis in the back of your mouth. Yeah. Like, I can't do that. <laughs> whoa, Denis. Whoa, Denis. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Okay, I'm not going to stop butchering it now. <laughs> okay, then the other thing that shows up, especially um, when they come back um, to, when they go back to Ghana, is the significance of the um, Elmina Castle mm -hmm. and the Door of Norwood Tune. Will you tell us a little bit about that? Because that's a dark... Yes, part of the history. yes. So, you know, um, the Almina Castle is um, is in Ghana and it is one of the the castles that were used to transport um, people who were captured there, um, the black, the Africans who were captured and then transported um, across the transatlantic, uh, you know, slave trade um, to the various destinations. And so like they would uh, be funneled into that castle and then there's I mean the door is still there and the door is there and they market the door of no return because once you go in you you rarely ever um, come through you know alive to go back to your family that is when you are shipped off um, and out and so that's um, the significance um, of it yeah yeah and your parents came when you were in um before you're what, before just, I was born. before you're born, have mm -hmm. you been back then? I have. I lived there for a couple of years with okay. my grandmother while they finished school and everything, and then I came um, back when they were ready to have me here, and uh -huh. um, and you know was and they wanted me to uh, you know become a little bit more Americanized yeah. and things like that. So <laughs> yeah, and then I've, I've been back to um, to visit. Yeah, it was a while ago, so I'm, I'm past due. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's been hard to travel the last couple of years. Nobody's been so. able to go anywhere. Very so. Much so yeah. well, 
Well, that is I mean, amazing, and I have heard beautiful things. My brother spent some time there and loved it. So, okay, and then an outdooring. There's all these fun things, I, and I always find myself like tagging that. Okay, she talked about it. You talk about an outdooring. Yeah. So tell about tell us about outdooring. So an outdooring is um, basically a. It's like a baptism. Um, but a little bit more than that, it is the, the presentation of your new baby. So it comes, it could be like weeks to probably months because, you know, Ghanaians, Africans are very superstitious. And so we don't want anyone around the new baby and a new mother so that they can be healthy and stuff right. like that. And anybody who is bringing about bad juju and stuff like that. So, so, um, you know, some months out, you know, they will have this grand, uh, party. So it's, you know, like you're coming out party, but yeah. as a baby and, um, and they they also have like something called the naming ceremony so you give them you know and those two are not they don't have to be together but sometimes they are um, and so the outdooring everybody comes and they just welcome the baby and they bring mm -hmm. gifts and it's just like this big big huge party and you just present your baby I had um, I had one for my my first um, child my mom had it for me and um, it was it was really nice and we yeah. like all the gifts and the money and yeah exactly. <laughs> thank you so much for your generosity yes exactly. thank you for that we appreciate it. exactly so in general, you know, the fact that you've pulled into your, your African heritage and, and Ghana as a specific country, because I think sometimes, you know, we hear about, I mean, you know, here we get stories about Africa and African culture. Well, that's a whole flipping continent, right? Yep. It's in a very big yep. place. You can't kind of, they can't all be lumped together. So mm -hmm. I love that we really get to know, um, you know, about Ghana specifically. What, you know, so what, if you could, like, you know, have your readers walk away with something about your sort of, you know what what Nina's history is her culture mm -hmm. you know and I like that the 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 great quote from Kirkus talks about this sort of like a you know reclaiming your tribe mm -hmm. you know what what would you want us to sort of really think about after we we meet Nina well I I, I want everyone to think about gosh that's a really good question like there's so many things I want to think about but um when it comes to culture I definitely want um readers to come away with a, a renewed not even a renewed because some don't have it to right. begin with, but a new sense of, oh, this is what, you know, Africa and, and Ghanaians and whomever are like, you know, it's not what you always might see on, you know, some of those commercials where people are hungry all the time or, or whatever, right. or thinking of, you know, the continent as a third world, you know, or, or anything like that. You know, we, I mean, there are people um, in Ghana, in, in all of the um, countries that are, very affluent and you know are are just like us here and so I, I want to kind of normalize right you know that kind of culture that we have with our outdooring and, and the beauty there and and all of this history we have with you know the castle and, and just so much other things right um but then i also internally want readers to come away with you know who is my tribe yeah. you know really who is my tribe and and how do i you know there, i can find tribe in all these different things um, and I can find, um, yeah, a reclamation of power too, right? Because, you know, as women, there are a lot of things that come at us. Um, it could be divorce, it could be whatever, and things always take away our power a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're in the job force, whatever the case. And so finding ways to like really reclaim who you are, 
your name because that's something that's very important to uh, um to, to nina is you know her name uh because she was called so many things in the first book right um and and really lost her sense of self and yeah. so really you know that and then most of all i just want people to come away with like man i was highly entertained yes stuff, you it's, know yes. yeah so like and i'm able to like visualize it and everything yeah. like that so i just want to paint a picture and give you like this full buffet so when you close that book you're like oh my gosh i'm full but I also want another one. Yes, you know what I'm it's so. actually it's a real it's truly valid because I think you know we talk. I've been, so many of the questions I have are about sort of the details of the book, mm -hmm. um, and then you know and her and her past and her background and and all that. But actually. I, you know, you just don't even think about the fact that you just read like 400 pages and, and it's just gone by so fast because you are absolutely, you're getting all this in, these layers, that onion you're talking about, mm -hmm. but also in a story that's like, oh my God, she's in trouble, like, you know, you know, um, or somebody else is in trouble and, and she has to save them. So yeah. it's, um, was this, was this, this was not the first book you ever wrote though. No, that, um, it's just the first one published. The first book I ever wrote was well, that's all the way back in elementary school. You know? Okay, <laughs> but, um, but like the first like real yes. official book that I um, that I wrote was women's fiction. Okay, yeah, and um, and that one was shelved um, at that because I couldn't you know sell it yes. um, at the time that it, I was trying to. But I'm always I'm going to come back to that one yes. because I love that one. Yeah, and um, and it's a really good story, and I've talked about it with my agent, and so I've just got some revisions and updates, and then Smart. you know yeah yeah. But exactly, mm -hmm. sometimes a book has to sit for a while to kind of let all mm -hmm. the ideas get to where they need to be before you're yeah. ready to finish it. And yeah. then, um, so this was the second book you wrote. So that was the second book I wrote, yeah. Re and, uh, that's really impressive. Most oh, of us have a bunch you. of books buried in the backyard before we've sold one, so oh, wow, that's nice. very impressive. Um, okay, so then now, what's next? So what's next is I just turned in um, my draft of the third um, Does book. Does it have a title yet? Um, it does, but now it like kind of escapes me. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it literally was just does like a couple have of days. Night in the title. It does have <laughs> night in the title because we, we go with the theme. The I, Thomas yes, and Mercer, we right? do. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and I can't even think of what it um what it is. Okay, um, but, but it's um, an, another night book. It is, and I bet you it's another. It's gonna be another beautiful. It color. is. We're talking about the colors now because I'm like because my um, my editor is the one who always comes up mega and she mm -hmm. always comes up with like the colors and and I was like I don't know mega how. Oh, you're gonna like top yes. those other two. What color? Yellow, can we... red. Yeah. They're just gonna be. Gonna yeah. Be well, so she's been floating around some colors, and I think they're gonna like kind of play with it, and so that we can see. It's got to be something bold. And oh I yeah. Mean, purple? purple. Yeah. Like Ooh. you know. So. I love that. Yeah. So. Well, these are gorgeous. I mean, they are, and they do. They stand out so well, and they look so great to, together. Um, so they're super exciting. Okay, so you have the next book, and when? So this one is out September thirteenth. That's next week. It'll be when by the time this hits live, it'll already be out. So okay. you can go grab it right now. Grab a twofer. Um, and then when do you expect that one out? And is it about the same time next year? Probably. Fall. So yeah, late fall. Late, late, late mm -hmm. summer, early mm -hmm. fall. Mm -hmm. Okay, you guys. So now tell us, Yasmin, where. Where should people go to find you? What's your website? Where are you on social media and all that good stuff? Okay, so my website is yasminango.com um, and I am on Twitter at um, yasawriter um, and on Instagram at author underscore yas. Okay, and so just to clarify, Ango is A-N-G-O-E, mm -hmm. and Yasmin is Y-A-S-M-I-N. So yes. yasminango.com, and she's all over. And we'll tag her, obviously, in all of this good stuff so you guys can um, you can check out these books and follow Yasmin into the next night adventure. So 
Thank you so much for joining me today. This is so fun. So this was Killer Women with today's guest was Yasmin Ango. Thanks for joining us and we will see you next time. Thank you. Bye.